Welcome to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, brought to you by Word of Flame Curriculum and the Pentecostal Publishing House. This podcast encourages adult disciples to think deeply about God's Word, further develop their personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and make a greater commitment to the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Let's dive into today's lesson and explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. Well, hello everyone and welcome to God's Word for Life. This is episode number 21. I'm your host, Jonathan McClintock. This is a lesson companion podcast, so for those of you who are Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Living Word Fall 2020, your lesson manual or your student workbook, and turn to lesson number two, dated September 13th, 2020, lesson entitled God is in Control. For those of you who are not Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Bible, sit back and let's dive into God's Word together. Well, before we look into God's Word and look at how can we apply His Word to our life this week, I wanted to first share with you somebody once described their dreams they have as weapon-wielding people have chased them, bears have chased them, buffalo have chased them. They're faster than you think, he said. Said, I've stared down tornadoes, I've fallen off a cliff, but I've never hit the ground. He said, I've lived a full life, if only in my dreams. All of us probably can relate to that. We have some crazy dreams sometimes. He said, dreams can mean something significant like they did for Nebuchadnezzar, or sometimes those wacky dreams just mean sausage pizza and Kung Pao chicken do not mix. According to Psychology Today, Thomas Feldman wrote, he said, although people often think that the brain is shut down during sleep, researchers now know that sleep is a period of intense neurological activity. Now, now, not all dreams have a significant spiritual meaning. Some do. Sometimes God speaks to us while we dream, especially if we can't hear him while we're awake. He did for Jacob and Joseph in Genesis and for Mary and Joseph in Matthew. Job wrote this in chapter 33, verses 14 through 16. Job said this, he said, For God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when sleep, deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. Now, maybe your dream, a dream you've had, was from God. Maybe it was from the china buffet that you ate or the pizza that you ate. But the best way to know the difference is to ask God in prayer. If he was speaking during your dream, he will certainly speak during your devotion. It's good to know that God does speak through dreams, but if he did, ask him for clarification, for understanding, and God will help us in that area. Why don't you turn with me, and we're going to look at a time in Nebuchadnezzar's life where he dreamed a dream. Let's turn to Daniel chapter 2, and let's look at what God's Word says to us today. All right, let's look at Daniel chapter 2. We're going to read verses 14 through 23. Daniel chapter 2, verses 14 through 23. Verse 14 says, Then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to Arioch, the captain of the king's guard, which was gone forth to slay the wise men of Babylon. He answered and said to Arioch, the king's captain, Why is the decree so hasty from the king? Then Arioch made the thing known to Daniel. 
Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time and that he would show the king the interpretation. Verse 17, Then Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning this secret, that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changeth the times and the seasons. He removeth kings and setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. I thank thee and praise thee, Daniel said, O thou God of my fathers, who hast given me wisdom and might, and hast made known unto me now what we desired of thee, for thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. Our focus verse is Daniel chapter 2, verse 19. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. This lesson is entitled, God is in control. And the focus thought for this next few minutes as we look through this passage is this. Because God is in control, we can trust him to reveal his purpose and his plan. I'm so thankful that we can trust God to reveal to us the things that we need to know. Sometimes he holds things from us. Sometimes he doesn't reveal and show us certain things. And, and honestly, I'm glad for that. I'm glad there are some things I don't know is coming or I, I might live in fear all my days. But I also know that he's with me and that if we need understanding, God will give it to us. Let's look at this passage and See, how can we apply this to our lives? How can we apply this passage to our lives this week? Verses 14 through 16. Now, what has just happened? King Nebuchadnezzar Nebuchadnezzar has had a dream. He can't remember what he dreamed. He can't really remember it all. And so he brings his wise men and all the wise men of his kingdom together. And he not only wants them to tell him what the dream meant, but he needs them to tell him what the dream was. Well, the wise men and these these guys were just flabbergasted. There's no way. There's that they, they felt like this is not humanly possible. We can't do this. Well, King Nebuchadnezzar got mad, desired he's going to kill all of his wise men. Of course, Daniel and his three friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, who we know as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were in this group. So Daniel catches wind that this is what the king has said, and so Daniel talks to the king's captain, Arioch, and he says, this is not this is not right. Well, explain to me what's going on here. And Arioch made the thing known to Daniel, verse 15 says, and so Daniel went before the king and asked the king to give him a little bit of time and that he would give him the interpretation. That's what verses 14 to 16 is where we pick up. Daniel counseled with Arioch, Ariok told him all that was going to happen, that the king's going to slay all the wise men of Babylon. And, and Daniel says, why is this decree so hasty? Why is the king so upset? And, the, and Daniel goes in and asks the king if he'd give him some time and he would show the king the interpretation. You know, if Daniel would, have, would, have, would not have stepped forward, 
many would have lost their lives, including him and including his three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But Daniel was willing to step forward, and Daniel was willing to stick his neck out because he had faith in the God of heaven, the one true God. And Daniel realized, if I don't step forward, if I don't do something, there's going to be a lot of bloodshed including my own life and my friends. And so I've got to step up and I've got to do something. Daniel realized he was there for a specific purpose. I want to ask you, thinking about those three verses here, do you believe God has placed you where you are right now for a purpose? Do you believe that where you're at, where you're at right now, because God purposed it, because God planned it, now, maybe you look around and you think, oh, you see all the trouble, all the struggle, all the thing. Well, do you believe God's placed you there for a reason? Well, you may look around and, and see good things happening right now. Still, do, do you think God's placed you where you are right now in this specific moment and in this specific period of your life? Do you believe God's placed you there for a purpose? I believe he has. I believe he's placed me where he's placed me strategically for a purpose. I believe I have neighbors in my neighborhood. God placed me here to reach them. I believe I'm on the job that I'm on. I believe I'm around the people that I'm around. I, I believe I go to the grocery stores and the gas stations that I go to, not simply because they're convenient, not simply because they're the closest to my house, but because God in his ultimate plan has placed me here. And I believe he's placed you where you're at. I believe you go to the stores you go to, not just because they're convenient, not just because they have what you need, but because God's placed you there and because those things are there and God has placed you where he's placed you for a purpose. And Daniel realized that, that if I don't step forward, who's going to? If I don't speak up, who's going to? I serve the God of heaven. I know that God can reveal secrets. And so I've got to step forward. I've got to step out in faith. And Daniel realized he was placed there for a purpose. And I want you to realize today where you're at right now, where you're going this day, where you're going today, God has purposed you to be there. God has planned for you to be there. And God is with you. And God has a purpose in your life. If we look to the next few verses, verses 17 and 19, after going into the king and asking him just for a little bit of time, he said, I'll come and I'll tell you the interpretation. King, just give me a little bit. And so Daniel, verse 17, goes to his house and he lets Hananiah and Mishael and Azariah, his companions, he, he tells them everything that the king has decreed. And he tells them, he says, we need to pray, guys. We need to desire mercy from the God of heaven because this is a secret. Nobody even knows what the king dreamed, but God knows. And so he told them, he said, we need to pray. We need to pray to the God of heaven. We need to pray that he'd reveal the secret to us because if not, we are going to perish right along with all the wise men of Babylon. And so the, the scriptures don't record their prayer. We don't know exactly what they prayed, how they prayed, how long they prayed. But verse 19 tells us that they must have prayed and they must have sought the face of God. For how long? I'm not sure. But they did seek the face of God. And verse 19 says, Then was the secret revealed to Daniel in a night vision, and Daniel blessed the God of heaven. They went to prayer. They sought the face of God, and 
God revealed to Daniel the secret dream. Thinking about this passage, Daniel didn't pray alone. Isn't it interesting? He didn't just go home and was was silent to his friends there and just say, I'm going to go off to pray for a little bit. Y'all just do your thing tonight, eat dinner by yourself. I, I've got some things on my mind. But Daniel, when he walked into his home, he immediately engaged his three friends. He immediately engaged the other believers in his life. You see, he was surrounded by unbelievers. They were in, as we talked about last week, they were in a strange land. They were in Babylon. They, they were in a place that, that did not believe in the one true God. But Daniel surrounded himself with other believers. And in the midst of this situation, Daniel called the other believers to prayer with him. He gathered them together. There is power in a group of prayer warriors. There is, uh, there's a power in a group of people. When you've got a need, you make it known to people. People of faith, people of, of, of true faith, there is power in that group praying together and believing God for something. The Bible tells us that if, if, if just a few of us will touch any one thing in agreement, that God will answer our prayer. So that's the question I kind of want to pose to you today, kind of want you to think about. Why is it important to ask others to help you pray during difficult times? Why, Why do you think it's important to ask others to help you pray during trying times, trials, and difficulties? I don't know if that's what you do from time to time. If I've I've always been more of a more of a I'm gonna keep it to myself and and more of a private person, but but there are times in our lives where where we need to make known the need that's in our life, in our family, in our home, in our heart. We need to make that known and call some believers together to, you don't have to tell everybody, but gather some believers around you that you know will pray and fast and believe because there's a power in this unified voice that goes up to heaven and calls on the name of the Lord and believes him for the miraculous. So we it, there, there's a power in calling others, other believers together to pray and believe God. Let's look at this last part of this passage now. God reveals the secret to Daniel in a dream and a night vision. And Daniel blesses the God of heaven. And, and, and look how this, chap, this, these last, this passage ends, verses 20 through 23. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. Daniel just launched off into a time of worship and prayer because of this revelation that came to him. They answered prayer. Daniel begins to worship. Blessed be the name of God. He changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He reveals the deep and secret things. He knows what's in the darkness and the light dwelleth with him. And then he says, I thank thee and praise thee, O thou God of my fathers, who hast given me wisdom and might and hast made known unto me now what we desired of thee, for thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. Daniel worshiped the Lord and praised him for answering their prayers. Why do you think it's important to understand God is in control at all times? That's the title of this lesson that goes along with these, this passage today. Why do you think it's important to understand God is in control at all times? I think it solidifies our faith, don't you? I think it, it helps our faith when we ha- have the mindset and understand and, and we keep our, our, our mind and our heart set on the fact, the truth, 
God's in control. That when things seem out of control and things seem like chaos around us, God is in control. God knows what he's doing. Daniel said he changes times and seasons. He's in control. He's in control of the times and the seasons. Do you know what? He removes kings and sets up kings. I believe that when people are put in power and governments, I believe God had a hand in it. No matter if they're godly or ungodly, no matter if they're righteous or unrighteous, no matter if they are holy or unholy, no matter if they are wicked or not wicked, I believe God has a hand somehow in the middle of all that. I believe God has a hand in who becomes president of the United States. I believe that. I believe God has a hand in who becomes prime minister in Israel. I believe God has a hand in who becomes king, queen in England. I believe God has a hand in who becomes king or queen in certain areas of, of Africa and in Asia and Europe. I believe it's not just, we, we've got to lift up our eyes and realize it's not just the United States. I believe God has a hand in who's prime minister of Canada. God is in control. God removes kings and he sets up kings. God knows what's going on and God is in control. Daniel goes on and says he gives wisdom and knowledge. He reveals deep and secret things. God's in control at all times and in all situations. And so we can trust him. We can trust him that he'll reveal his purpose and plan to us in the midst of all these trying and difficult times. God will help us and reveal his plan to us. God is in control. As we wrap this up today, just want to encourage you to do a couple things this week. I want you to ask the Lord to give you understanding for why he's placed you where he's placed you. Maybe you feel like you're at a dead-end job right now. Maybe you feel like your family's just at a place you don't really understand. You don't know what's going on. Maybe you feel kind of just frustrated. It's time this week to seek God and ask him to give you some understanding. God, why have you placed me here? What's the purpose that I'm here at this place, at this moment of time in my life, in this season of my life? Why am I here? Show me the purpose. Show me your purpose for my life. And I believe, I, I honestly believe, if you pray that, God will reveal it to you. God will show you why you are at, where you're at right now, the particular season that you're at, why you're there. God will give you wisdom and understanding. And I want you, perhaps perhaps that will reveal some things to you and, and show you and under, your understanding a little bit. And maybe there's, a time, maybe there's a specific instance in your life, a specific need right now that, that you need to call some friends, some believers, not, not just anybody, but, I, but uh, two or three, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that can help you pray and believe God for the answer to the prayer of your heart this week. And I just want you to also take time this week praising and thanking God that he's in control. Even if you feel like your life's out of control, I want you to pray and ask God and thank God that he is in control. Dear Lord, we are so grateful. Grateful for the understanding of the truth that you are in control. Our world is falling apart. Our world is in such turmoil, such disarray. There is so much fear in people's hearts. There is so much just doubt and 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 
fear and worry and just being scared and overwhelmed. God, our world is full of that right now. But you have reminded us in these last few minutes that you are in control. And that we can trust you. We can stand on the promises of the one true God and believe and know that we're where we are right now for a purpose. I pray those listening today, I pray you to reveal to them this week. Give them understanding why they are where they are right now at this particular season of their life. You'd speak to them and give them understanding just like you did Daniel, just like you did the three Hebrew boys. Give them understanding, revelation. God, and that you would help us to trust you and to live a life of worship and to, to, to realize, understand, and walk in faith that you're in control. All things are in your hands. We will carefully praise you. We will carefully give you all the glory and honor because you alone are worthy. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to God's Word for Life Lesson Companion Podcast, where together we explore what it means to live out God's Word in our lives. If you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you are looking for other Bible study tools and resources to encourage you in your walk with God, visit us today at pentecostalpublishing.com.